Ah, here we go again. Another compliance training. Welcome, and thank you for joining me today to talk about <sighs> fiscal He's compliance so in the new year. Hey folks, welcome back to DIY Narrator. Josh Risser here, here to help you instructional designers out there who do your own e-learning narration to not sound like a robot reading a script. I'm a little late on the delivery of this episode because uh, I had a huge, huge e-learning project land in my lap and I've been trying to get it done, you know, with the risk of this time of year, cold and flu season. You never really know if you're just going to wake up sounding like this unexpectedly. And so it's, uh, it's always a good idea to just start knocking stuff out when you get it. But that has led to some serious marathon recording sessions. And I want to talk about one problem that you can have when you're doing either short or longer recording sessions, but it starts to show up more in the longer recording sessions. And that is a lack of engagement as the narrator. You lose your engagement to the script. And we're going to talk first about how to notice it and then how to overcome it and get back into the script as the narrator. First, let's define engagement. I'm not going to read a dictionary definition here. Engagement is just you being connected to what it is you're doing and paying attention to the script, thinking about the words that you're speaking, and you know, just showing some sort of interest in the information that you're presenting to the people on the other end. People are going to pick up the cue that you provide as a narrator. And if you're not interested in the stuff you're reading, even if you have an energetic sounding narration, but your brain is elsewhere, your learner is going to tune into that and they're going to disengage. Also, increased engagement will really increase your, quote, authority on the topic. It'll really make you sound like you know what you're talking about because you'll be engaged in the stuff. Even if a subject matter expert wrote the stuff that you're reading and it reads a little bit like a manual, it needs to feel to the learner that you're speaking it off the cuff from experience. Or maybe you're just following some notes that you have, not that you're reading a script directly. And that's going to come from engagement. These last few days, no, the last few weeks, how long have I been doing that project? Two weeks now. It's like an 80,000 word e-learning, which is absolutely insane. It's huge. And it's a full course with a bunch of modules built into it. And, you know, we're knocking out a couple of modules a day. So I'm doing something like 10 to 12,000 words a day. And I'm not editing all of that. I'm editing all of this e-learning. I have another gig where I don't actually do any editing. I do it all one take cold, which is kind of crazy in itself too. But apart from losing my voice, my biggest problem is keeping the energy up and staying engaged in what I'm doing. Because when you're narrating and when you're actually in the booth reading for four, five straight hours in a whole day, it can get mentally exhausting. And then I actually have a standing booth too, because so it gets a little bit physically exhausting because my legs are getting toasted just standing here all day. So I got to move a little bit, but I can't move much because I'll find myself moving off of mic, maybe moving a little too far away from the mic, maybe getting a little too close to the mic, and that can all sound weird. And I definitely pride myself in 
consistency. I want those 80,000 words to all sound the same as far as like energy level and uh, the actual sound of the words. The volume should be the same. And so if I'm if I'm moving too close to the mic for, you know, 3,000 words and then I move a little bit too far away for maybe another thousand and then I'm back right on mic for a lot of it, it's going to be weird for the learner. It's going to pull their engagement out. So all of this is to say that staying present in what you're doing and keeping focused on the project at hand, the paragraph at hand, and the sentence at hand is crucial to not losing your engagement. The insidious issue with engagement though, and any of you who have read, not just voiceover, but just, you know, read a book, know exactly what I'm talking about here, is you don't notice that you've disconnected until you've been disconnected for a little bit. You'll be reading a book, you know, flipping pages, maybe you get three or four pages in and you realize, oh, you just spent the last two pages, you were reading but you were actually thinking about what you're having for dinner, or you were actually thinking about that conversation you had earlier with your significant other, or you were actually, you know, just mind wandering and daydreaming, but you weren't actually focused on what it was you were reading. And now if you think back, you don't remember what it was you were reading. And that's the same thing that can happen when you're doing narration stuff, particularly if it's a little dry or if it's a subject that you're not too excited about. It can be, uh, it can be a, a fight to stay engaged sometimes. The first thing that starts to happen to me when I start to lose engagement is my gestures start to die down. In real life, I don't talk with my hands a lot, but for some reason when I hide in my booth and I'm doing narration, I talk with my hands a lot. I find that it brings out a little something extra to the performance. And thankfully, my microphone is up on a stand pointed back down to me so I can swing my hands around in my booth and most often won't bump my mic. Sometimes it still happens. get a little crazy. But that's the first thing that starts to go. My hands will kind of fall down to my side and they'll just kind of dangle, which isn't necessarily bad if it's a little bit of a low energy sort of thing. Or, But if I find myself starting to slide from an engagement, pick my hands up, and I start gesturing a little bit more just to focus a little bit more on what it is. I guess it just gives my brain something else to do, but it apparently thinks it needs four or five things to do at a time. Speaking of needing your brain to do something else, also when I start losing my engagement, I'm thinking of something not in the script. I'm thinking of dinner, or I'm thinking of my daughter, or I'm thinking of anything, right? Oh, I haven't walked the dog today. Oh, I need to figure that out. Do I have enough time to get that done while I'm also trying to get this done? All this sort of stuff is banging around in my head, and I'm not thinking about the key thing that I need to be thinking about, and that is, who am I talking to? You've got to picture a person in your head. So if you're picturing that person, you're trying to keep the one person in your head that you're speaking to while you're narrating, that will keep you engaged. So we've got our hands moving, we've got our brain focused on the person we're talking to, and then we can be answering their questions and instructing them through the script. This, the narration in the script is the stuff that's answering their questions. And so you're telling this person this information. You're not reading the script. It's a weird mind shift thing, but you've got to try to get there. So we've got our hands moving. 
We're focusing on the person we're talking to and we're reading from the script in a way that is answering their questions. So that's a bit of a combo of how to notice that you're becoming disengaged and how to get back into it based on those things. First of all, your gestures start to fall off. So pick your hands back up, get them moving around, start pointing to things if you're talking about stuff. Imagine it's in the room. If you're walking through software, you're going to be dragging your hand around just like you're using a mouse. Top right, top left, left side of the screen, bottom right of your screen. Move your hand around and point to those areas on your screen. It's going to sound more engaging. It's going to help you stay more engaged. Secondly, picture that person in your mind. Who are you teaching this to? Who are you talking to? While you're answering their questions with the information on the script. And finally, sometimes you just gotta take a break. Take five, get outside, go get a drink of water, get some tea, get some coffee, come walk my dog. Whatever you need to do to kind of get the blood flowing again, especially if you've been sitting for so long. And also... There's this 20-20-20 rule, right? Every 20 minutes of reading, you should look away from your book at something 20 feet away for at least 20 seconds. Well, I'm in a 4x4 booth. There's nothing 20 feet away from me that I can see right now. So I got to get out and I'll go have a cup of coffee and just stare out my front window, which has just a field. And uh, you know, watch cars drive by and slide around on the ice. That said... I don't like to take a break every 20 minutes when I'm reading because that'll cause me really to get out of the workflow. I have this issue where if I stop working, I may never start again. So I make sure I get a big chunk done. I'll get like a whole module done, maybe two to 3,000 words. Maybe if it's an audiobook, it'll be like a whole chapter. Maybe it's one project. If it's like a 30-second commercial, that takes up to an hour sometimes, depending on what they need and how many cutdowns and whether or not there's a session. So I'll take, I'll break my day up into those chunks and go get a drink, get out, have a little snack, whatever, and let my eyes rest a little bit. And then my brain is ready to go when I come back. So then you get back in the booth and you got to remember, be explicit about the situation. What are your three most important things? Who are you talking to? Where are you when you're talking to them? Know the area you're in. And why are you answering this question? Did they have a question about it? Is this new information? Answer the why. Go back an episode and listen to more about the why. And that about sums it up. Keep your hands moving. Keep that picture in your mind. Take some breaks and be interested in what you're reading. Whether you like it or not. You gotta be. You gotta be. That's your job, right? The bad news here. If you've noticed that you've lost connection to the script, you got probably going to have to go back and re-record that. So, I'm sorry. But if you hear it, you listen, and then you re-engage yourself, and then you record that, and you listen, and you compare the two, you're probably going to notice an energy decline, major decline in energy. And you're probably going to lose your character a little bit. If you were the authoritative character, you're going to be like someone who's probably not really involved in what it is they're talking about, maybe doesn't really know what they're saying. You're just reading it from a script. That's how you're going to sound. So compare that and you'll probably notice. And then you probably won't feel so bad going back and recording that 500 words or whatever it was. Hopefully you noticed quickly. So you only have a few hundred words to record and cut back in as opposed to maybe a thousand or 1500, which can take you a half an hour to get done. 
And that about sums it up. I think that's everything I had to say about engagement. That's been on my mind the last couple of weeks as I've done a couple of big projects, one huge one for one new client and then an existing client that I've worked with for years came back with a couple of bigger scripts that uh, definitely have kept me nice and busy the last couple of weeks. So engagement and producing my best possible work has definitely been on my mind lately, just knowing how my brain functions. If you have any questions or want me to talk about something specific, head over to DIYNarrator.com. There's an Ask a Question button, or you can send me an email at host at DIYNarrator.com, and I'll happily respond if I can help you via email or just release a, an episode that might help out a lot. Also, be sure to subscribe to the newsletter over at DIYNarrator.com, especially if you're listening on the website. That way you get an email announcement when the new episode goes live and you don't miss it. You don't have to try to find me on social or whatever. But if you want to find me on social, I'm on LinkedIn and Twitter most often. I'm on the Instagrams. I don't do the Instagrams and I don't like the Facebooks. You kids and your newfangled social media-ish. All right, I think I'm done here. Thanks again for listening. Appreciate you taking the time. Stay well.